Welcome to the second season of Healing Waters, the podcast. I am LaDonna Sanders, your host. Before we go into this week's devotional, I want to tell you about my most recently released book, Healing Waters. This book is for anyone in a faith fight, especially those challenged physically. This 60-day devotional will refresh your faith in God and remind you that God wants you well in your mind, body, soul, and spirit. Go to Amazon, type my name, LaDonna Sanders, dash Healing Waters, to get your copy today. Now, let's see what good news our Creator has to say in today's Healing Waters podcast. Healing Waters Day 57 is found in Acts, the 28th chapter, the 7th through the 9th verse. It reads, In that region there was an estate of a leading citizen of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went in to him and prayed, and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. En route to Rome, Paul has survived a storm at sea, a shipwreck, and a deadly snake bite. In reading Acts 27, I can tell you that these events were not part of God's original plan for Paul, but it does illustrate how even in an inconvenient and uncomfortable situation, God can still get the glory. In Acts 27, Paul had tried to explain to the ship's captain that it was too dangerous to sail. His warnings, however, were ignored, and now Paul is stranded on an island of Malta. The islanders think he's a god because he did not swell up and fall over dead behind the snake bite. He is treated well and invited to the estate of Publius, a high-ranking Roman official on the island. During his three-day visit, Paul lays hands on and prays for the father of his host, and the man is healed of a fever and dysentery, which is an intestinal infection that is caused by a bacteria virus or a parasite. God's healing power is on full display in Malta. Hearing of this miraculous deed draws many other islanders to seek healing. This trip to Malta was not on Paul's scheduled itinerary, but God used this opportunity to reveal himself to these people. Our devotional text says, So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who were diseased also came and were healed. Life in general is full of minor inconveniences, and flexibility is a valuable trait to have. But what do you do, and where do you go, when unexpected, overwhelming, and sometimes horrific situations occur? A sea storm, a shipwreck, a snake bite, and being stranded on an island full of strangers is not a minor inconvenience. For most of us, those events would fall under the category of traumatic. Was Paul scared or overwhelmed? The scripture does not say. What it does tell us in Acts 18 and 9 and Acts 23 and 11 is that the Lord spoke to Paul in the night and explained to him that he would not die 
and that he would make it to Rome and bear witness there also. Paul had an assignment and a relationship with God. Those are things that will sustain you when trauma hits. I'm pretty familiar with trauma, more acquainted honestly than I would like to be. But I believe my understanding of God's love, his word, and his ability to take care of me has grown leaps because of it. Over many storms, I have learned to take my trauma to the altar in prayer, to talk to God about every part of what has happened and how it has made me feel. I've learned how to let God be my refuge. I acknowledge what has happened, how it made me feel, and then I wait for his comfort and direction. Sometimes it's immediate, and then there are times that more is required of me, like reflection and forgiveness. Sometimes the situation also involves repentance and a deeper dive into scripture to see what God's word has to say about the situation. When the pain seems to be unbearable, I spend time in his presence just worshiping, sometimes crying until the burden is lifted, or at least until my understanding is enlightened. My friends, God is a refuge in the time of trouble, and Jesus Christ can relate to trauma. He loves you and he sees it all. The Lord has promised never to leave us or forsake us. And he wants to assure you today that he can be trusted, that he does not and cannot lie. He keeps his promises and the Bible tells us that he can redeem even terrible situations for his glory. Psalms 145 and 17 says, The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his work. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth shall speak of the praises of the Lord, and all flesh shall bless his holy name forever and ever. Numbers 23 and 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said, will he not do? Has he spoken, will he not make it good? John 16 and 33 says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace in the world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Last scripture, Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Paul could have asked, why is this happening to me? I've asked that question many times. Paul could have taken a different stance about the circumstances and allowed bitterness to set up in his heart, but he did not. You will not find one incident of Paul complaining or expressing his frustration in our devotional texts or the chapters before or after. Paul stayed focused on his assignment. He knew God was with him, evidenced by the fact that he had survived each of those events 
and an angel of God had spoken to him in Acts 27, 23-24, telling him not to be afraid, and that he would indeed, he would indeed stand before Caesar in Rome. Friends, please misunderstand me. You have a right to your feelings. Don't let anyone tell you different. You also have a right to express them, especially when things are not going well. I only want to encourage you to bring those complaints and feelings to God. Bring the Lord your pain and trouble. He is the healer. He cares about you. Don't hold it in. Don't defer. Don't suppress the hurt or grief. Don't let the situation make you bitter. Bitterness will affect every area of your life if you let it. It's deadly. It's a blessing blocker, and it'll make you sick spiritually, physically, and mentally, and emotionally. Today, friends, let's do what Paul did in our devotional text. Let's rest in God's love and faithfulness towards us. Let's believe his promises and stay focused on our assignments. Let's trust the Lord to redeem the situations in our lives for his glory and get us to our appointed destination. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness, and I thank you for peace that surpasses our natural understanding. Lord, I thank you because we have accepted you as Lord and Savior, that our times are in your hands. You have good plans for our lives, plans to give us a hope and a future. And we pray that your purpose prevail above all else. Cover us with the blood of Jesus. Forgive us of our sins. Heal our wounded hearts and lighten our path. Father, give us the grace, strength, and courage to endure until the end for your glory. Lord, we pause today to say thank you. To say thank you for your love. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. We trust you. And Lord, we believe that you can and that you are working all things together for our good. So, Father, we release your peace and presence over our lives right now. Save us to the uttermost in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You have been listening to Healing Waters, the podcast. You can follow Healing Waters on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, and Spotify. If this podcast is a blessing to you, share it with a friend. Don't forget to go to Amazon and type my name, LaDonna Sanders, Healing Waters, to get your copy of my new book today. Thank you for listening. And remember that God loves you and wants you well in your mind, body, soul, and spirit. God bless you.